Sangin Podcast would like to appreciate everyone who has listened and watched our episode. On behalf of the podcast, we would like to encourage every one of you to follow and subscribe to us using whichever medium you choose to listen to us. This increases our outreach and makes us bring bigger and better guests for amazing stories. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season three of the Sanin podcast. Today, we're having an amazing conversation. We're going to talk about the beautiful West African nation of Sierra Leone. Today, I'm joined by the amazing Gibson, who highlights more about the country of Sierra Leone, a Sierra Leonean by himself, currently based in China. Gibson, you're welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, JP. Uh, good evening to everyone who is listening to me from this podcast. My name is Gibson Kuyata from Sierra Leone, West Africa. Okay. Um, so Gibson, um, you have introduced yourself as uh, Sierra Leonean and Gibson Kuate. Um, what other things about you would you want to to share with the listeners? Well, like um, first, I would like to tell people about the country itself called Sierra Leone, where it is located, and if not all, most of the beautiful things about the country. I'm talking about culture, the people's ways of life, and many more. As time goes on, maybe you have questions to ask me. I'll answer them based on the way you ask me. Um, to start with, the country is actually found within the West African region. It is being bordered by two major countries, and that is Liberia and um, Guinea-Conakry. Okay? Sierra Leone was colonized by the British and uh, we got our independence in uh, 1961. From that on, we become a sovereign state, okay? Sierra Leone is actually having like about uh, 16 tribes, wherein Mendi and Temne are the two leading tribes. We also have different political parties, but there are two main leading ones. We have the Sierra Leone, People's Party, which is currently in power. And we have the All People's Congress, APC, which is the main opposition party. Sierra Leone is a country that is actually peaceful. Never mind, we experienced uh, 11 years rebel war, but that ended in 2002. So currently the country is peaceful and um, there is religious tolerance in that country, wherein the Christians and the Muslims are actually what they intermingle, they are intertwined and interwoven in terms of like um, the festive Eve, they do celebrate. So if there are questions you may ask me, I am here to answer them as I listen to hearing from you again. Okay. Um... I'm very so much interested in pre-colonial Africa. So I I don't ask. Um, describe the um, the people of Sierra Leone before colonialism, how they were, their culture, the tribes, their way of life before colonialism came in. Well, like before colonialism, the people's ways of life were more of 
the tradition. They were united. Um, uh, they do everything in common. They have their own ways of worshiping. Um, everything was together, just like uh, I can make a reference to the Igbo people of Nigeria, wherein there is a particular writer by the name of Chinua Achebe, who says, uh, before the coming of the white men, we act as one, we do everything in common. And so well, with their arrival, we were foolish. We allowed them to settle down and they have put a knife on the thing that held us together and we are falling apart. So I can say before the coming of the white men, people, we are doing things in common. But with their coming, they brought what they call slavery. When they came, they give gunpowders, they give alcohol to our chiefs or our kings and queens at that time in exchange for slaves. So our people, we are taken to Britain to go and work as slaves in their plantations for so many years, not until people like um, uh, the philanthropists like Gravin Sharp, Thomas Weberforce, who later came in and advocated for them that, no, these people need to be freed. So around 1832, most of the slaves we are actually brought back home, okay? And that is the reason why the capital city is named as Freetown, because all those slaves that we are captured, they were brought there. Mm. So Freetown as a slave, which means you are free, okay? So there we got the name Freetown itself, because it is a place meant for free slaves in the then West Africa region. Okay, uh, and then... um. If you if you look back at the history of Sierra Leone and you said you got independence in 1861, um, in your view, how do you describe Sierra Leone from 1961 up to date in terms of history? Well, like in terms of history, we have been doing extremely well. In fact, it is the first country that actually have a good educational system in the West African region. We are called the anthem of West Africa because it was the first place that they established a university called Furabi College. We are in people from Ghana, the Gambia, Nigeria, they are all coming to Sierra Leone to gain a better education. And since that time up to date, the glory is still there. Development is actually like taking place in the gradual process. And um, as I told you, with the coming of the civil war, actually tried to slow down most of the developments. But after the war, we are striving to actually get to our foot back. Okay. And who who, who is the most famous um, Sierra Leonean historical figure? The one they can look up to maybe is like either the father of the nation or the person people look up to in your history? Well... There are many, but I may actually like mention one that I do admire so much by the name of Baibure. Baibure happens to be a man who actually hailed from the, the Timni tribe, one of the leading tribes in Sierra Leone. He was actually a famous leader and a warrior who actually fought for his people vehemently. So he was actually well recognized. Up to now, he is one of the leading legends of Sierra Leone that I do admire based on 
his work. Okay. Um. So, what, in your view, is the major or one of the contributions your Leon has done to the West African area or in Africa in general? Mm, one of the major thing is education. You're like mm. most of the people now, like let's say, like from Nigeria, Ghana, Liberia, most of them gain their education from Sierra Leone. Because at that mm. time, Sierra Leone was the only place where you can get a better education. So most of the professors and whatever thing, if you can ask, if you then um, Nigeria or Ghana, they will tell you that I got my education from Sierra Leone. So in terms of education, Sierra Leone has greatly contributed in that particular region. Mm, and then um, I heard that um, Sierra Leone uh, has a peacekeeping force. Is it true? Yeah, they are part of the peacekeeping force because like um, we have something they call ECOWAS, the Economic Commission of West African States. That particular um, organization is meant for keeping peace and Sierra Leone is part of that particular peacekeeping force. Okay. Um, then, obviously, every African country has its challenges here and there. And you said Sierra Leone, at the time there was the civil war and all this. Um, today, or right now, what are the major challenges facing the people in Sierra Leone? And how can they be addressed? Well, like, um, of course, you know, in Africa, we have different, different challenges. But currently, one of the major challenges for Sierra Leone is that the economic system of my country is actually a challenging thing, which actually is something to whom to write about. Our economy is actually very poor, which has led to the rise in cost of living in the country. Currently, as we speak, the cost of living in my country is very high, which the layman can actually find it very difficult to afford. And due to the political instability in the country, it is actually posing some amount of difficulties for the people, you know? So like even the increase of fuel is presently eminent in my country. As you know, to get food or like get other needs, transportation happens to be one of the things that plays a key role. If the price for a fuel has actually increased, which means everything will actually increase because transportation is the only means that actually make these people to get access to all these things. So if the price or the cost of a fuel happen to rise, then definitely the cost of living will rise up. The other prices for other things will also rise up. As you can see presently, that is one of the major things the people of Sierra Leone are facing. And um, how do you think that can be addressed? Does it is it more of a leadership political yeah. question or more of an economic solution? Or well, combination of both? We can say like um, uh, the political system, because since they are at the helm of power, we actually like cast the blame on them much. But also, again, I can say it is something that we have to come together and work on it as a country, right? Because mm. uh, we are talking about something we call a patriotism. If you are a patriot, you actually need to put your country first and put yourself second. So 
the political system and also um, stakeholders, business tycoons, I think all of them needs to come together and put all hands on deck and see how best they work for the benefit of the nation itself. Because they are dealing with their brothers and their sisters. Yes, if you actually love your country, then I believe you must actually put that country first and later on you consider yourself. So all I can say is in order for them to remedy that situation, all hands must be on deck. Uh, I'm curious to know, you talked about the economic situation. Um, what is your Union's greatest uh, export? Mm, diamond is one. Diamond is there, bauxite. And then there are other produce like cocoa. Yeah, I think those are the major ones. But that one happens to be the leading one. Mm, I get it. And uh, what of fish at the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah, fish also is being done. It's been done there. But diamond actually supersedes all of them because it is the one that is renowned. Okay. And um, in Sierra Leone, um, I must... Um, in almost every African country, there is always... Uh, having a vibrant uh, sports and entertainment uh, sector. So give us a brief one about Sierra Leone. Tell us, how do you, um, I, would, I wouldn't say in terms of football, because I don't know major Sierra Leonean football stars, but in terms of sports and entertainment, um, give us a brief outlook. Well, in terms of sports, we have been doing well like um, in the days back, we won zone two. That was around 1993, 1994. So we won zone two. Yes, they were calling us the Lone Star. And um, years back, we have actually striving again and come to a sound footing in terms of soccer. We went for the African Cup of Nations and we did extremely well there. And um, our, one of our superstars, whose name is Mohamed Kalon, is now a retired player, but he's extremely doing well in the country. He has his own football club, which they call FC Kalon. They are extremely doing well. And also we have other guys that have come to join him, see how best they boost the soccer aspects. People like Babadi Kamara, who happens to single-handedly built a stadium in the second capital city of um, Sierra Leone, which is Bo. And the name of that stadium is called the South Arena. The capacity worth is about 6,000. So we, the coming of these guys, the, the sports system is actually gaining momentum. As currently, there is a Premier League going on. And uh, the team that is leading is Bo Rangers. Yes, Bo Rangers. Also, um, and in the area of female football, that also is coming up gradually. Recently, the female team from Sierra Leone played with Liberia and they defeated them about two goals to one, you see. Olympic, yes, people have been going in for it, though it is not that uh, renowned, but we have been participating in that also. Okay. And... Um, which area again did you ask me concerning about the entertainment sector? Entertainment for music industry. That one is actually something that is um, um, 
that is actually gaining momentum as we even have an ambassador for entertainment whose name is Caldinero, who happens to be one of the, the hip hop musician who has been actually I mean, competing with and with I mean, other musicians like um, Davido and let's say Cassidy from Kenya and also MI from Nigeria, you know, the entertainment industry in terms of music is actually something very encouraging as we have number of musicians in Sierra Leone that are highly competing with Nigeria, Ghana, Liberia, and that of the other West African countries. So in terms of music industry, it is something that is actually booming. Mm. And um, I would want to like throw back to um, some of the instances where we have we, we have had Sierra Leone in the news. Um, 2014, the Ebola outbreak. Um, what in your view have been the lessons that the country has learned from that devastating period back then? Well, like with the coming of the Ebola, the country actually tend to like um, experience a lot, which actually made them to get an eye opener to so many things that they were not actually putting premium on. One was uh, sanitation, actually the idea of washing hands frequently. And also the health sex sector is something that was actually very poor before the coming of Ebola, but now it is a bit okay because a lot of structures have been put in place in order to improve on that. And um, also the area of um, technology, more in the area of education, we are having online radio teaching in order to see that even the layman in the village can get access to education. So with the coming of the Ebola, it actually gave an eye opener to that. Mm. Okay, okay. Mr. Gibson, uh, what would be your, your, your advice to the youth right now in Sierra Leone who would be listening? Well, my advice to them presently uh, is for them to stay focused and believe in the self as they are future leaders. Uh, them actually be fervent and strong. They need not to follow the hardship trend and say they indulge into doing bad things that will actually destroy their future. Because when you look at the current situation back home, things are very, very difficult, which has actually made even most of the youth to engage into like drug intake. There is a particular drug that is leading there, they call it Kush. And that Kush is something just like um, um, cannabis sativa or the Barijuana. If you take the Kush, let's say within one to two minutes, you'll be in a different world. Like you will not know about yourself. Or I can say like there is a particular drug in America which they call zombie. So the Kush <laughs> acts just like that zombie. When you take it, it will actually put you to sleep for a particular period of time. So most of the youth, if you ask them, they say due to the hardship in the country, in order for us to forget about worries, we need to take this Kush 
it helps us, but actually it is actually like I mean, disturbing their health. Most of them are running the street mad. Some of them are even like embarking into like a I mean, fatal accident that will lead to the loss of their lives. So my advice to them is for them to deviate from that particular mentality that, oh, if I actually want to forget about my worries, except I take push. Let them believe in themselves. Let them actually go to, the, uh, to their villages and embark on cultivation rather than sitting idling around saying, waiting for someone to come and give them money so that they can go and buy this push. When you work very hard, you will get the fruit of your labor. So I encourage them all to stay focused and be conscious. Okay. And um, does, does the diaspora play a big role in Sierra Leone? Well, they normally play a big role positively, and there are other aspects, again, they used to play some negative aspects. <laughs> it because, was the negative aspect. Oh, yes, it is in two ways. If you can be out there giving incitive statements to youths in the country, in order for them to embark into riots or go and actually embark into things that are not good, you are not there, it will not affect you directly. And most of these youths, they listen to them because they think that, oh, these people are staying abroad. Whatever they say is true. So those are some of the negative aspects they actually normally do because by giving incitive statements, there are some who actually like tend to like contribute positively by giving donations. Some of them also give some salient advice to them, you know. So like they are playing some key roles. Some of them are having companies wherein they create job opportunities for people. Mm, nice, nice, nice. And and um, are the Chinese so much present in Sierra Leone? Yes, the Chinese have been doing extremely well. They are in Sierra Leone, and uh, they've helped Sierra Leone in so many ways, like constructing roads, bridge, and even some other infrastructural facilities. They have been doing that. They even um, uh, constructed one of the big um, uh, hospitals in the country at Jue. Currently, they are helping the people of Sierra Leone. Okay, nice. Um, so my last question to you, Mr. Gibson, would be um, despite everything that you've said here about Sierra Leone and everything, um, what makes you a proud Sierra Leonean and what would you want the future of Sierra Leone to be? What makes me a proud Sierra Leonean is because one, I love my country and Sierra Leone is a beautiful country. Sierra Leone is one of the peaceful country in the world. Life there is very simple and um, the people are friendly. What I want my country to be in future is to be like a paradise. And that is the reason why we are not going to relent, though there are some odd aspects, but we will strive very hard to change all those odd aspects in order for us to better the lives of our people. So like we will continue giving out conscious vibes to our youths and colleagues who have stayed home and abroad in order for us to come together 
and make our country a better country. Okay. And wait, one last thing. Uh, Sierra Leone means sleeping lion, right? The name? Not sleeping lion. It means the roaring lion. Mm. Yes. If you actually move from the sea and you approach the capital city, you will see a crouching lion. You will see a mountain in the form of a crouching lion, roaring, okay? Mm. If you want some pictures of such, I will actually send it to you later on. It was actually given uh, by one of uh, the Portuguese who was actually sailing on the sea by the name of Pedgoda Centra. He actually called the place Syria Lua, which was later on changed to Sierra Leone by the British people, which is called the Lion Mountain. Mm. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Okay, uh, thank you, Mr. Gibson, for passing by and giving us an insight about Sierra Leone. We really, really appreciate your time and your input into this discussion. Thank you very much for having me.